All right, here we go. It's episode 50 of the Odd G's podcast. There he is, Harry Mays, Jason Martinez. What's going on, Harry? Episode 50. Who'd have thought that we'd have lasted this long? And it it coincides with the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. How yeah. incredible is that? And it coincides with my age. And I oh, feel yeah? every bit of 70. <laughs> 70? That's what I feel. Well, okay. Well, what are, what is your age? 50. I'll be 51 in, in March. Oh, so did you have a big, like, 50th birthday shebang? I don't know. Did I? No, not really. Why not? Why didn't the old lady throw you a surprise party or something? I don't do all this. Well, you wouldn't have to do anything. She'd do it. Maybe she did. I, you know what? The, the fucked up part is I don't even remember. Oh, jeez. I know we went away to Bedford Springs, Harry. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. We did right. that thing, which was right. cool. The spa and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. retreat. Right, right. I've always enjoyed a retreat. A retreat. <laughs> Sometimes you, I, I could use a retreat right now. Yeah. For I example. My, my old lady threw me a party, a surprise party. I think my wife might have too. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it was one hell of a surprise. Uh, I'd be surprised if I if we did have it. I don't know. Oh, my God. Maybe we did. I don't even remember. But, I mean, these microdoses, I'll oh, tell you. Oh, man. Jesus. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, episode 50, <clears throat> the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Don't you find it like incredible that Ange is retiring and it's Eagles going to another Super Bowl? Like his whole, you know, shtick was, oh my God, the Eagles are horrible. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And that's why Wing Bowl started was because the Eagles were never in the Super Bowl. Right. We never had anything to celebrate or look forward to. In January, February, football yeah. wise, because they and were long out of it. Friday yeah. before the Super Bowl, right, right. So they win it obviously in the 2017 and Super Bowl in 2018, and then now they're going back. But but the ironic part for Angelo, it's like the ultimate storm, is that it's against one of the guys that he hates the most, in Andy Reid. Yeah, I mean, how can you hate Andy Reid? Because anyway. it's shtick for radio. Well, okay, but that's what I'm saying. He's like, a horrible human, I think, Harry. I think even here, like we, it's the time has come and passed where you got to acknowledge that the guy outside. I mean, he's the he's the best football coach offensively that the in the NFL over the last two decades. Yep. I don't think there's any denying that. I mean, Belichick is a great defensive mind, and Belichick's got all the championships, and he had Tom Brady and. And, and, you know, ironically, that's the other big news of the week, too, which has kind of overshadowed the Super Bowl, in my opinion, at least at this point. But Andy Reid, as far as an offense, I mean, you know, he was what he was trying to do was do what he's doing in Kansas City now. But McNabb is nowhere near as good as Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes, Mahomes is, is a special player. Yeah. He's a really special talent. Very. I mean, dare i say a a generational talent oh yeah he is there's no doubt about it the combination of everything right yeah i mean what have they been in four straight afc championship games yeah they lost two uh one one went on to win a super bowl lost the super bowl right yep um and now he's in another one or now he's in another super bowl so it's incredible lost to tom brady too by the way yeah and when you think about it too like since the year 2001 the last 21 years, mm-hmm. how many times Andy Reid has gone to an AFC or NFC championship game in Super Bowls? It's pretty insane. It is. It really is. I mean, I the went through it with Brady. Popping. 
but I, I could go back, you know, and, and do it for Andy Reid. And you're right. How many was he in with the Eagles? Five. He was in five, right? Yeah. And yep. now he's been in what four with the four. Chiefs, I believe. So, four. So you're talking about nine in 21 years. It's almost half the time he's going to a right. championship Which, game. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's eye popping. Uh, you know, you start looking at his coaching tree. Uh, which is you know vastly more successful than Belichick's tree. Oh, big time! You know we can we can agree on that. And you know, and he comes I, from the Wall Street. Uh, correct. Yeah. yeah, through Green Bay. Yeah, through yeah. Green Bay. It's pretty amazing. Not Walsh, yeah, but, so I guess well, Walsh. Yeah, would be a he was Holmgren because Holmgren came through Walsh. Yeah, so he's so. a tentacle of that. Yeah. Then yeah, then you got guys like I mean, you look at obviously Harbaugh. John Harbaugh in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's guys all over the league right. with connections to Andy Reid. And he was a special teams coordinator, which Andy elevated him to that. I remember this because he knew that John Harbaugh would be a great head coach. And the only way he was going to probably get interviews is if he made him some sort of coordinator. So he made him a yeah. special teams coordinator and boom, you know, he got yeah. hired. You know, he's he always wanted him... to foster the careers of his guys. Yeah, which know? is – which. Which in turn you lose them, right? <laughs> which, right. Which yeah, sucks, you just, but yeah, you just grow more. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty incredible. And, you know, with a guy like Harbaugh too. I mean, you couldn't make him the DC because you had Jim Johnson at the time, right? Right. I mean, even go back to Sean McDermott mm-hmm. is part of the Andy Reid tentacles there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's just a lot of they're guys. all over the place. Yeah, that's it's um, amazing. It, I think it's going to be an incredibly intriguing Super Bowl. Oh, me I too. I really do. I mean, we could talk about the point spread too, because it's been all over the place since it came out as a pick 'em uh, shortly after the championship games concluded. But we also have to give a lot of credit, and I know it's hard to do it in this town, to Howie Roseman. Yeah. Because you start looking back, you just look at that championship game. They made it a point to get A.J. Brown involved, and I figured they would because of yeah. you know the fact that he wasn't involved much in the week prior. And you started to see you know him make an imprint on the game early offensively. And then you saw what Hassan Reddick did. Hassan Reddick took over the football game and wrecked the game. He absolutely wrecked San Francisco in the first quarter. Uh, and you got to credit Sirianni for, you know, you know, they coached this thing where obviously Devontae Smith knew he didn't catch the ball. And so he gets up and does this thing with his, you know, putting his fist together, like, let's go we'll get get yeah. to the line before they the can walk, because I know I didn't catch this ball. And they're drilled so well in practice to do that. They got the snap off. And sure enough, when you went back and looked at it, he didn't catch the ball, but they got away yeah. with it and they scored. Yeah, so they that's go called. Up, yeah, they go the system. up <laughs> and then the, the Niners come back and. Hassan Reddick hits him in the in the elbow and the arm, and and it, it looked like it might have been an incomplete pass. But then when you looked at it again, it was a fumble because it was the empty hand that came forward. Mm-hmm. Sirianni challenged it and won the challenge, got the football. I mean, it was it's, he outcoached uh, Shanahan so many times oh. in that football game. And early on, they just put their foot right on their throat. Now, I don't like seeing a quarterback get hurt. I wish yeah. Purdy could have played the entire game because I thought it would have been a really entertaining game to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens. And the Niners had nothing after that. This Josh Johnson shouldn't even be in the league. I don't even know how he's in the league. Well, um, he's 13 teams in 10 years. Harry. Right. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's totally overmatched. It's amazing oh, that he's yeah. lasted this long. Um, and they were they were even considering when he got hurt bringing in you know McCaffrey or 
uh, use check as the quarterback. The yeah, they were looking at the halfback. play sheet with McCaffrey at yes. one point. They would have been running wildcat. Can you imagine that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, playing right into the the teeth of the Eagles defense. Still, that would yeah. have been good. Yeah, and the and, Eagles were able to run the football on the Niners, starting in that second yep. quarter with Gainwell, who has yep. really come on here late in the in the season. Has been a big part of the offense. I didn't think they'd be able to run the ball that successfully against. San Francisco, and they did. So you got to give him credit. That's what I really like about Sirianni is he runs the football. The heart mm. of his offense is built around running the football, and I love. So that. does that make that Seth Joyner happy, Harry? I don't know. I don't care because you know how Seth is. He's about never happy. No, he is not. He is never happy. Oh, uh, he could win the lottery and be pissed <laughs> oh, off. I know. I know. He is Damn, so I got to pay all these taxes. <laughs> yeah, what? God. He sent out a, a, a tweet in all caps, right, <laughs> about the taxes. <laughs> Um, you know, the but, thing is, too, is, you know, they get a couple, they get the three rushing touchdowns, yeah. they get, you know, two from Miles Sanders, one from Boston Scott, and you're right against that yeah. D you just didn't, that didn't look like a, a recipe for success. But when you got those guys up front, I'll tell you this yeah. Lane Johnson is unbelievable. Yeah. Think of the pain playing with that he's playing through a yeah, torn abductor hat. That's like a hockey player kind of thing. Right. Oh, big time. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, he is a guy who's taking a few pucks to the face. <laughs> You know, and got the torn this, a torn that. You find out after he hoists the cup exactly what he's dealing with. Right. And then but, two but he's days dealing later, with he Bosa, too. And then two days later, he's got surgery. You know what I mean? Yeah, after on 16 season. different parts of his body. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. He's dealing with Bosa, who was coming, who would switch over to come yeah. against him, knowing he's hurt and probably thinking he could take advantage of him. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was watching a Baldy's breakdown on a, one of the plays at, oh, yeah. of uh, – when they when they loaded up the right side and they moved over Jordan Malata. Oh, okay. Well, he loves he, Malata. Oh, he just pancaked the guy. He goes, uh-huh. he's, look, he's laying on him there. He's breathing on him. Yeah. He's telling him, you're not going to get any all day. You know, it's typical Baldy. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, but they're going back to the Super Bowl. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. And you're right. Look, I've been a guy that's been very, very critical of Howie Roseman. Because I don't like the dude. He's not my kind of dude. I don't but really the, know him, but you know I can see what yeah, you're, well, where you're I mean, going with that. I mean, he bitched about me six ways to Sunday. Oh uh, yeah, Wentz story. We'll get to that in a second because there's an additional element to it. But, um, and, and I don't like that smarmy attitude that he gives. But not for nothing, the dude's hey, good at his job. He went out and got you know an you know? impact player on offense in AJ Brown. He got an impact player on defense uh, in Hassan Reddick. That you know, without either of those guys, the Eagles aren't here. The guys want to play here, too. And he drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, which was a major head-scratcher for me at the, at the time. I'm like, what, what is this for? Is this, is this guy fit? What's You got a quarterback that you just extended. What are we yeah. doing here? That, that's why it made no sense, because they right. just paid Wentz a shit ton of guaranteed money. Right. But, you know, you look at Josh Johnson. You can never have enough quarterbacks. Nope, you can't. I mean, you know, San Francisco is the prime example of that. They lost Trey Lance. Uh, they lost Garoppolo to a broken foot, you know, for the season, both of those guys. And then you're stuck with this Brock Purdy. He becomes something. Then he gets hurt. And now you're down to a fourth or fifth string guy that really shouldn't be in the league. Yeah, and Purdy's going to have Tommy John surgery now, and he's out for a year. Right. Yeah, he's going to miss at least uh, six months until he can start doing something, I think. Yeah, maybe we'll come back in, in like a pitcher, Harry. His arm will be stronger after yeah. Tommy John surgery. Yeah, who knows? But they're going to lose Garoppolo. Yeah. And Oof. then, you know, do, what do they what do they do? And there was talk about Brady maybe going there for one last hurrah 
And that quickly went away. What yesterday when the announcement came down that he's he he's retiring. It's over. For good. <laughs> right. For good. Now, yeah. one thing kind of pissed me off about that. Like, why why does he do it then? Because you know it's like that's gonna be the story, even yep. you know, more than the Super Bowl on Radio Row. They're gonna be talking Brady as much or more than the game. Yeah. He stole you know the why thunder. He did it then? Because why? he could steal the thunder. I know, but I mean <laughs> Yeah, I thought he respected the game enough to, to no. know to not. He respects do that. Tom Brady, and that's yeah. it. Well. End of story. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so I mentioned Howie Roseman. You know, he he was motherfuckering me up and down when I broke the Carson Wentz story. Oh yeah, and I remember that. You and I were not doing the show together at the time. That was actually Anthony and I, and Anthony right. was getting texts from Howie saying uh, it was bullshit. Uh, there's no truth to it. I've talked about the timeline of it before, where. Chef this D is where he broke his back. Like he had the, the vertebra thing, right? Yeah. 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 And I, I had this guy giving me information, mm -hmm. this source, Deep and throat. I was cross-referencing with somebody else. And, you know, this information just kept coming. And finally, I got enough information and confirmation that I could break the story, pardon mm -hmm. the pun. And I broke it on the show that he had a fracture in his back. And that the team was not completely forthright with his, you know, communicating what was going on with his back to him. Mm. I mean, I obtained video uh, proof. I had text messages that were I had all kinds of stuff. And one of the other things I had at the time, Harry, and I alluded to it, but I didn't break it fully, was Chris Maragos, that they destroyed his knee and screwed up his surgery and caused his career to end early. And then I get a text from somebody this morning that uh, sends me this tweet from Eagles Nation. It says that former Eagles safety Chris Maragos is suing the Eagles medical staff for damages after he alleged the team botched his PCL tear treatment, which caused his career to end early. Nick Foles will be taking the stand in court today to testify for wow. Maragos against the team. This is happening today. Today. Yes. Wow. And... You That's know, taking this is a long the, time to come. So up, this is know. how I got Howie off my ass. Oh. You know, Howie's going, oh, I would assume for, I said, I'm going to assume for slander, blah, blah, blah. This is all bullshit. And I stood by my story mm -hmm. and I, and I relayed to Anthony this story. I said, I have information on this. Right. I don't have enough confirmation to put it on the air right now. But when I threw this one at him, zip. Yep. Didn't hear another uh. word. Uh, Did not hear another word <laughs> until today. Uh huh. Amazing how that happens. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So and and I mean wow. all the NFL reporters like Mike Garofalo, who I know I know Mikey. Sure. Oh, his report's untrue. They didn't. Uh, but it was, and they all were slanderers. They all get their information right from that mouse. Mm -hmm. Right. Right from Howie. Right, and if you want the drip to keep on coming and sometimes turn into a pour, you got to carry the water. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't carrying the water, and they were, and I was getting people were ripping me six ways to Sunday. <laughs> Guess who was fucking right? Me, you. motherfuckers. You. <laughs> Let's tell the people about Psalm Sleep, Harry. So All right, if you're having trouble getting news. enough sleep at night, Psalm Sleep has you covered. The scientifically advanced Psalm Stack includes ingredients that are naturally found. In your body right now, like GABA, magnesium, and melatonin. You know sleep is the best form of recovery. It's actually helped uh, N4L founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson take his game to the next level. And it's quite simple. All you got to do 
is drink one serving 30 minutes before bed and your body's going to naturally calm itself down. Other sleep supplements may leave you groggy in the morning, but not Psalm Sleep. You're going to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at GetSom, that's G-E-T-S-O-M.com, and use the code G's, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Maybe if I were to got some sleep yeah. last night, I wouldn't need a five-hour energy extra strength right now. Well, that's not a sponsor of the program. No. All right. But I'd like to well, get, get some, and I'm not talking about sleep. Get some what? Get some. <laughs> what are you You're talking about getting some? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a, <laughs> I have a different, uh, different product. Yeah, well, uh, that that product doesn't exist in my house. Is that right? <laughs> Not these days. Well, it's kind of on back order in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're blaming it on the supply chain, like they do everything else. Well, yeah. see, you could take care of that, Harry. I saw this tweet that you put out. Yeah, that somebody's trying to get you to run for public office. Yeah, me and about a million other people apparently, because a lot of other people have gotten this. The same text. I don't know if they got it the same time I got it, but maybe. But yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Um, let me find this thing. I think I still have You'd be it. be a great policy. I'd vote for you. I don't even know what your platform is. I'd vote for you. It's a 717 number. So that's up around Lancaster, Harrisburg area, yeah. right? And it's yep. a video of this woman. And it's about a 30 second video. I don't need to play it. But the gist is, if you want to run for office, because they need people, I guess they're trying to find more people, you know, because people don't want to run for anything because it's, you know, your whole life gets exposed. People come out of the woodwork, you know, that you haven't, you know, thought about for 40 years. And all of a sudden, you know, trying to remind you of something you did to them, you know, back in high school or whatever. No, nobody wants to go through this. I can't shit. even remember if my wife threw me a surprise 50th last year and I'm still right. 50. Right. <laughs> Let alone what I did in high school. But she's, it's want to run for office, call or text ready to this number. And they give you the number. And I just thought it was kind of funny because I'm like, what what office would I run for? Like, I don't think I could get elected dog catcher in uh, Wayne. No, I, don't, I wouldn't vote for you for dog catcher. You're not right. you're not a dog man, but I would vote for you as like a, a mayor. Yeah, yeah. Well, first well, I, I would, would vote I for you just to get your feet wet, hair as the as the president of your HOA. Oh yeah, okay. Start yeah, I, I could do that. Uh, yeah. but yeah, well, I wouldn't want to be the mayor of Philadelphia though. No, no, you don't. I mean, want you're talking about mayor of Wayne, Pennsylvania, maybe Reading, Reading. Somewhere in Berks County, Harry. I'd have to relocate. No, I'm not going back there. No, no, no. You don't need to relocate. You would do it by uh, proxy. <laughs> you do. You would do the uh, the job 100 remote. You just right. change the background on, on your I green screen. Change the background on a green yeah. screen to get a little skyline of Reading with the pagoda yeah. up there. You yeah. can get the pagoda. Oh, the pagoda. And City Beautiful. Hall and lit up in red. The Santander uh, yeah. Arena. Or whatever Santander. It's Santander. <laughs> yes. Yes. The fire and then, and, tower that's up there on the hill. And as you go from elected office to elected office and move your way up, you just keep changing your background on your green right. screen. Yeah, just Eventually, right you got the flags. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd be I, one I, of the, I'd be one of those guys where they're like saying, "How how much work did he do this week? He was on the golf. He played six rounds of golf. They're charting your hours, right? Right. <laughs> Taxpayer oh, dollars, and all he does is golf. That's right. 
That would oh be my great. God. Yeah, that I'm not running great. for office. Uh, you, no I think way. you'd be good at it though, because you don't you don't take any bullshit. You'd be like, you know, there'd be there'd be a highway project going on, mm-hmm. like 202 was going on for like a decade. Right. And you'd stop out there to shake some hands and be like, you guys have got to got get to get faster. <laughs> <laughs> it took me an hour to go 20 miles here. Right. Michael Bradley uh, tweeted me and said, I have too many skeletons. Yeah, that's all right. You would just See? put the skeleton right out there. <laughs> you know, it'd be like oh. skeletons in the closet hair. Right. Great album. <laughs> What's that? Who who was the uh, it's an album. Is that rat? Maybe. Oh, really? Skeletons in the closet. Let me see who did that. Uh, let me just type in album because I know mm-hmm. what the saying means. Skeletons. Oh, it's a Grateful Dead. Skeletons best of the Grateful the... Dead. Oh, it's a best of? Okay. Yeah. Compilation record. Okay. Yeah. I'm not aware of that one. They got a lot of compilation records. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah. It's got uh, Sugar Magnolia on it, higher Mexicali mm-hmm. Blues. Okay. Drugging. Um, yeah, there's some good albums or good songs. Good on songs, that. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, um, man. yeah, it's, that's fair. You should absolutely run for office. I would right. absolutely be in favor of that. I think it's a great I, I'm, idea. I'm tempted to text them. I'm ready just to see what what they would suggest. Yeah, you know, because then you got to raise money. Like, yeah, you know, well, you'd be a good fundraiser. What they, for myself? They, yeah, just just take people, clients out golfing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you doing any of those shows with Harry Donahue these days? It's usually when I, um, I enjoy those shows a little more because it's cold out and it takes yeah. me into a little conversation on golf. Well, I did uh, six or seven of them back in December that probably are still running. Yep. And he wanted me to record next week, but the day that they're doing it, I can't do it. Oh. So, but you, uh, you I'll be back. On, I'll up. be back on there in the spring. Yeah. Well, he's actually going to do it on a day that's going to be 54 degrees. In February, oh, okay. So, so you're actually golf. What do you What do you think is going to happen? You're not doing the golf show. You're exactly. doing the round of golf, right? Could you report in, Harry, from your club? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go. Different. Let's go to Harry Mays on <laughs> seven right now. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Harry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do a little bit of that. A little Jim Nance. Yeah, but you yeah. you'd be good at raising money. So tell the people about Wealth Advisors, Harry. Yeah, Wealth Advisory Services, if you don't know them by now, you should. Paul, Dave, and the entire team, they have over 100 years of first-class service working with all different levels of investors across the country. Now, that's more things than luck or coincidence that will help bring financial independence. It's called planning. And as professionals dedicated to continuing education with a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate, retirement planning, and beyond. They're in Bucks County, PA, and Cape May, New Jersey. WealthAdvisoryServices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. Now, there's a lot of discussion this week, obviously, off the Brady thing mm-hmm. uh, about greatest of all time. It's it's resurfaced, obviously. It's it's like what would what we would probably be doing as some sort of a side topic if we had to grind through four hours a day on the radio. Yeah, right? Brady versus Jordan versus Gretzky versus Pele. That's I think WIP actually put out a poll similar to that. No, I swear to God, Shocked. but it didn't have Pele on. It had Gretzky and it had Jordan and it had Brady. 
Um, I don't know if there was anybody else on there or not, but they put that out this morning. But you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. But so you, what what do you consider? Is he the best football player, best quarterback of all time in your view? He's the best team sport athlete ever, I think. Okay. Not, not, not athletes may be the wrong word. The best team sport player of all time. Because, I mean, if you, you want to parse the word athlete and the athletic ability, obviously, of Jordan was unparalleled. Right. But the dominance of Gretzky and the, and the sheer volume of numbers. And then, but Brady, the championships and like football is yeah. the ultimate team sport. Cause if the line doesn't block, the quarterback can't do what he needs to do. The running back can't hit all oh, receiver can't get, there's all of that, tr- you know, trickle down effect of it. And the numbers are just so stunning, Harry, that yeah. he went to 10 Super Bowls in a 23 year career in a sport that is so difficult to do that. Right. It's hard to be a stat compiler in a contact sport. It is. Okay. The, the stat compiler argument usually is, is reserved for baseball players. Yeah. That's you know, they can stay around relevant. a long time. Pitchers, yeah. left-handed pitchers, whatever you, whatever you want, designated hitters. But I think, and you can make a case, there's an argument for Bill Russell. Okay. People forget wow. about Bill Russell. Yeah. 10 championships. Bill Russell, 11. 11. Bill Russell went to three final fours while at the University of San Francisco and won two national championships in three trips. Then he went to the NBA for 13 seasons and won 11 rings in wow. 13 years. Two of them were as a player coach for the Celtics. Yeah. He was also a 12-time All-Star and a five-time MVP and won a gold medal and played over 1,000 games. So he's obviously going to win more games because they play more games in that sport. Yeah. But I think, to me, Brady comes to mind as the greatest winning athlete in major sports. I agree. Okay. Like, I can't judge Russell because it's so long ago. Yeah, but, I mean, he did it. He, he I did, did it. I, You Absolutely. can't forget about it. But but there was no parity in their leagues then. True, but, and there was fewer teams. Yep. Um, there, was, there was massive parity in the NFL. Mm-hmm. For for thirty one other teams. Well, his Not whole career, his Brady's whole career was in the salary cap era. Exactly. Like, I don't think I don't know if there was a salary cap. I don't you know in the fifties and sixties no. in the NBA. No, I mean it was only probably eight, ten, twelve teams total yeah. in the league, and they were purely dominant. Um, but I think he's also the most durable athlete that I've ever seen. He's missed fifteen games in his career, Jason, due to injury. And that was all were in one year, weren't they? That was the no, it was all 15 were in one year. Wow. He missed 50. He got injured week one against Kansas City in a home game. Guy came in. I forget his name and popped him on the knee and he was done for the year. One start missed 15. The other times that he's missed games where he was the starter was the four games that he was suspended for back in. I forget 20, 2017 or whatever it was. Um 2016, he missed four games. Other than that, he's been on the field for how many total games? He's 278, 86, and 0, including the playoffs. 364 games he's played in a possible 379. Wow. In football. He's 45 years old and was still playing at a better than half the league level. I mean, he wasn't top 10 but he, he wasn't was, brady but yeah. right right okay he's the best bad weather quarterback i've ever seen in my life 
Mm-hmm. That guy excelled when it was snowy, wet. You know, you talk about the deflating the footballs, and that was probably part of it. But yep. man, was he freaking at the at a high level in bad weather. And he went to 14 conference championship games in 23 14. years. <laughs> Shit. 13 in the AFC. He won nine of them. And then he went, he was one and oh with Tampa in a championship game. And you mentioned the Super Bowls. He's seven and three, lost to Giants twice and the Eagles once. It's it's just unbelievable. He has 46 comeback wins, which is number one. Nobody, oh I doubt anybody's going to catch that. No. 58 game winning drives. That's number one by a long sh- stretch over active players. He has 89,214 passing yards. That's 30,000 yards ahead of Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> who's still playing, we think. 649 touchdowns, which is 174 ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Wow. The other guys between them are not active anymore. I think Matt Ryan's yeah. in there, but he's probably done yep. too. And his career passing completion percentage was 64.3. Now, he played in a couple of different eras where the game changed as far as more offensive. But yep. when he started the first couple of years, the defense still could play defense. And they couldn't protect the quarterback yet either. Right, they right. It was, like you couldn't put you could put more than a fingernail on him. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's what's amazing. Down. How's he stay healthy? Because Harry, he's not the most, no. you know, mobile guy. But he he'd just sit so in that smart. spot, like he'd yep. sit in that spot where Peyton Manning used to sit, and, and, and just release. get rid of the ball. Yeah, get yeah. Re- release it so he'd read and release so quickly. Unbelievable. And it, you know, it, his yeah. first win as a starting quarterback was week three back in 2001 because Bledsoe got hurt week two against the, the I think it was, was it the Jets? Yeah, I think the, the Jets, Jets beat him. So week three, he's the starter for his first start against Peyton Manning and the Colts, and he thrashed him 44 to 13. That wow. was his first win against wow. Peyton. How, how cool is that? Oh, my God. That's the crazy part, too. You know, there's so much rivalry between him and Peyton Manning Peyton Manning's been retired for what seems like an eternity. And now Brady's retired. I know. And and you look at at Manning. Manning was a shell of himself in the final year that he played. That year in in Denver, huh? Yeah, his body gave out. I mean, he had the neck fusion. You know, he was was messed up. He was nowhere near what what Brady was this year. It's amazing. I'm glad he retired. We said, I said last week on the show, I think he should retire because, you know, it's, it's just. It might have been a cool story for him to go to San Francisco. It would have been kind of interesting, but you know he's he's still healthy. He's forty. He'll be forty six, and now he'll be in the booth, I guess, for Fox. Yeah, at some point. Wow, amazing! So, yeah, what an amazing career. We saw the whole thing. So ooh, yeah, man. it's cool. It's pretty cool. So um, now you know. Now what does Aaron Rodgers do? Because that 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 was a, now an NFC quarterback. That is out of the way. Yeah. Does he stay with Green Bay or does he go to the Vegas Raiders or does he go to San Francisco? Can you imagine him with the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, that with that team. Yeah, that'd be a good fit. He's from California. He's from Northern California. Yeah, I mean, he played his college ball out there too. Yeah. Yeah, in the Bay Area before after he left what Chico State, I think. Yep. That's amazing. It is. Wow. Yeah, Brady's career. I mean, I mean, I saw all of Gretzky's career. Yeah, me too. All all of Jordan's and all of Brady's. I mean, pretty what, cool. What a, I mean, 
the, the most dominant of dominant, and, and for that matter, saw all of Bonds and Barry Bonds, yeah, all of Ken Griffey, mm-hmm. all of Mariano Rivera, Jeter, Jeter. I mean, yeah. boy, we've been blessed with some great ones for sure. Oh, you're going to end up seeing all of Mike Crosby, Schmidt, Mike Schmidt. Schmidt, yeah. I didn't see the beginning of Schmidt because it was just a little too early for me, but okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, so many great players and, you know, there was a documentary, I think it was on Netflix and it had guys like Jeter, guys like Gretzky, you know, what makes greatness? Jerry mm-hmm. Rice was in it. Right. You know, what, what is the ingredient for greatness? And, you know, the one thing they all had in common here hmm. was they all loved practice. Yeah. They love to get on the field and practice. Yep. I think Availability. Yeah. Well, the health. Key, yeah, you got to stay which, healthy. And um, resilience. Yeah. Is a major thing. Yeah. So. You know what's a resilient spot? Is that spot down in Key West, Harry. Oh, yeah? They're resiliently <laughs> drinking down there right now. You think so? Yes. <laughs> You're talking about shots and giggles. Yes. Well, it is that time of the year, the cold, blistering weather. It's going to actually really get cold this weekend, too. It's going down to like two degrees, I think, uh, this weekend. It's time to migrate to the southernmost city in the continental United States, and that's Key West, Florida. Our friends over at Shots and Giggles, they got the the go-to locals and wannabe locals bar in Key West, right behind Sloppy Joe's. Right next to Tattoos and Scars Saloon, just off Green Street, Shots and Giggles is known for its relaxed atmosphere, cold drinks, and always having a game on any of their TVs. Owners Steve and Hanya, they've been based down there for 18 years, enjoying the sunshine and the small-town feel. And Steve is from San Jose, but you'll see him uh, wearing Eagles gear. I'm sure he's got it on all this week and next week as they as they go to the big game. And Hanya, she's a Commanders fan, but she hates Dallas. And you'll see her wearing an I Hate Dallas t-shirt. So it's a great NFC East bar. Uh, Eagle fans, totally welcome. When you're down in the Keys this winter, stop by Shots and Giggles, hang out with the awesome bartenders, grab a drink to go from the takeout window, and watch some football in the southernmost NFC East bar. Yeah, toes in the sand. All right. Football with uh, feet and foot flops. You got nothing wrong with that at all. Got my ass in the chair and my toe, toes in the sand or something. My toes in the water, my ass in the sand. Not yeah. a worry in the world, but a cold beer in my hand, Harry. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, a fat one. Right. Zach, that's what Zach Brown said. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I got my toes in the water, ass <laughs> in the sand. Not worrying. the world. Come on, Bo. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Did well, you see him the day after the Eagles won? I well, you sent that to me. Yeah, yeah. I I can't. I just I can't. I am. Uh, did uh, what do you think about the uh, the point spread for this game? I don't think it matters because I I know that like the point spread, whatever Vegas puts on it, I mean it's right down the middle. I think it's like twenty five two and two. The point spread. There's been like two pushes. But it's like right down the middle, mm. you know, the favorite wins or covers 25 half the time. And it to me, I look at it and I go, it's going to move like five more times yeah. before the game. So it's going to be a prop heaven. We're going to have to go through some props and we're going to get Harry's props next week. Next week. But I think it's kind of interesting because I think the Eagles are a better team. I really do. And I'm not a homer. Too. I think they have a better roster overall. And, and Mahomes is not going to be at full 
full throw. No, I, I think, think the Bengals would have gave the Eagles a tougher game, to be honest, because of their defense. Their defense is really good. But at home, Mahomes going to be fine, though. I mean, he, I, yeah, I, he's going to be a factor. Know, he's going to be fine. It's Kelsey, too, you got to worry about. I mean, they, he was actually a game-time decision in that game because of mm-hmm. his back that he apparently tweaked on Friday in practice. Yeah, That guy they need. They absolutely have to have him. But He's not started, a tight end. He's like a hybrid tight end receiver. Oh, he's amazing. Just a great player. He's amazing. Uh, the whole Kelsey thing, you know, Kelsey on Kelsey is awesome. great this week. And it opened as a pick which I thought was interesting, and then immediately moved to Kansas City minus one. Now, you know, sharp action probably got in there and moved that, which tells you something. Yep. And then it moved back to a pick and then it moved all the way up to the Eagles minus two and a half. It's now one and a half. Yeah, what the hell? This is I mean, crazy. It, it really now they, these guys, these sharp guys play with these numbers um, and move them both ways. But it's I mean, I think it, this this could be an amazing competitive game. The total went from 51 to 49 and a half. It's now 50 and a half. I think um, the Eagles can chew on their D a little bit. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just the offensive line play is so strong. Spags. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Think of the conflict that he's in in this week. And I next know. Spags week. and Andy <laughs> and Nick Sirianni. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole Super Bowl. Thing. The whole thing. Oh, my God. Oh my he's got to be going nuts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that uh, reader sit on, on Twitter after the, um, the Chiefs punched their ticket. Uh-huh. Put on there and goes, over under on how soon Anthony into the show mentioned Spags that he was texting him, <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like ten minutes. And Andrew said, "Oh, he it was the over." <laughs> oh man! Yeah, now so. uh, I te- I teased. I threw out a teaser immediately when you know Monday morning. I got Kansas City at plus eight and a half. It was Eagles were favored by two. Kansas City was getting two. I moved them up six and a half. Mm-hmm. To eight and a half, and then I took the total down. I think the forty-four and went over. So you're going? You took it down to forty-four? Yeah, that's one. That was one thing I did. It was fifty right. and a half at the time. You could see the thirty-five, twenty-eight type game here. Oh yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thirty. I, I, I agree. mean, what is thirty-one, twenty-eight gets you there? What did the Eagles beat? Um, what What was the score in the Super Bowl against the thirty-three? Remember all the bumper stickers? 41 to 33. Yeah, 41 to Egan, Egan made those those uh, stickers or the yeah. magnets or whatever they Gave were. Gave me one. I bought one off him, and the thing peeled. Right. It peeled right off. Yeah. Of course. I had, he, probably, he, had a, he had a recall. Yeah, he probably got it made in China. In China. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, John Shelton wants to know if you're still in COVID protocol. No, I'm out. All right. I, I feel pretty much 100%. Oh, good. Yeah, I was back on the ice this week for practice, and yeah, I, I feel good. Feeling good. very good. So All yeah, right. COVID protocols over for for me. So I guess I don't need to get another shot. Good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I had two, and that's all they're getting out of me now. 91 LSXers. He put this up a while ago. How come Harry's other co-host? He's talking about Aton, I believe, is saying that Brady isn't the goat. Well, I expect that out of him if that's well, what he's saying. Because he's getting shadow banned. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny you bring that up because I turned him on to this last night. I've been, I was on Twitter and I saw Elon Musk responding to somebody saying, it's the only reason I saw the tweet because I follow Musk 
And he responded to somebody saying, um, something is wrong, meaning like the out, something's wrong if this is happening to you, meaning like this person took their Twitter private and is now having more of their tweets being seen as a result of going private. How that just defies logic. Well, I investigated it and I did it. And I can tell you how to do it if you want, because it, it's working. The reason I think it works is when you're public, you're just out there with everybody and your followers don't see everything that you tweet. But if you, if you narrow the scope to just the people that follow you, they're going to see more of your stuff that you're putting out there because you don't get lost in the algorithm as much. Okay. So you now, end up getting more eyeballs. Right. Now it's people will say, well, then more people won't be able to follow. I don't really care. I just want the people that do follow me to, to see interact. what I'm doing because they obviously are interested in it. Right. Yep. You already got so, them. Right. And, and the I, so I want to serve them. Exactly. Now, the way you do it is you go into your Twitter settings and support. Okay. All right. Yeah, that. why don't you do this while we do settings it? Settings and privacy. Settings and support. Then there's settings and privacy. Click on that. Yep. And then you go to privacy slash safety. All right. I'm there. You see it? Yep. The next thing is audience uh, tagging. Okay. Dagger. Dagger. Protect your tweets. Protect your tweets. And then toggle the thing. All right. There's I a little toggled. button to toggle. Now you're private. Now I'm private. All right, now, if, if you, if I, yep, I see the lock there, now, you see Harry. the lock. Yeah. 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 Now, it's a lock. Harry. So a now, stone cold mortal lock. Exper <laughs> experiment today, putting out some tweets about, you know, the flyers or whatever, you know, posts and stuff and, and then go back and see how many people are viewing it. And I guarantee you, you're going to see, cause I'd get put out stuff that I thought was really good. And it'd be like a thousand people are viewed it now i've got like 10 11 12 000. no shit yes wow okay i'll so check experiment it out i'm not that. gonna put out any tweets but i'll check it out yeah <laughs> chico for promotional State. purposes only right not chico's vibe <laughs> remember chico's vibe those commercials that we ran on, yes. the, on the fanatic it was like a wedding band yes right? chico's yep. vibe <laughs> <laughs> that's classic wasn't it tony harris who did the voiceover for it probably <laughs> he did most of them chico's vibe chico's vibe uh let's tell the people about fudge kitchen and get out of here all right yeah. can you do it i do everything around here I don't the official it. sponsor of the not for long you got it all i did media. it all on the radio you do it all on the pod and the Odd G's podcast the original fudge kitchen the staple of the jersey shore six locations cape may Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all their fudge and sweet treats right in the store. So that guarantees a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. Valentine's Day coming up here in less than two weeks. Great gift. Ooh. And if you aren't able to visit in person, no problem. They ship across the USA. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com. The original Fudge Kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. There you go. All right, there we'll be go. back next week for uh, a Super Bowl week. Ariel have his uh, props lined up for you. Yeah, we'll get you're not going to do any. Yeah, I'm going to do some too. I'll have some for okay. sure. And when's the All Star game for the NHL? Is that this, this week? weekend? That Saturday. Uh, well, <laughs> now are you doing anything special for that? Do you have a party? No, do you, I, I don't. I'm not an All Star game guy. You're not. Okay. No skills competition. Right. None of it. I'm out. 
I'm on okay. break for the week. No, oh, that's right. The Flyers went had their bye week too, right? Yep. They had the first right. part. They're not back till Monday against the Isles. The Island Islanders. I heard you on TV. I heard you do the voiceover for uh, tickets. Yep. Yeah. That was the me. Islander. Beautiful. The Islander. All right. All right. Uh, that's episode 50. We'll be back next week for episode 51. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time on the Odds Podcast. 